Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my excited and happy co-host, Alexander Volts. Say hello. I am so fucking amped. Yeah. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a whole new discography per episode, except for these EAE singles episodes where we cover a brand new album that has just come out this year. And what are we talking about today? We're talking about the brand spanking new beautiful new album by baroness called stone stone by baroness hell yes huge 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 thanks to monica at speakeasy pr as well as our boy tom osmond for hooking us up with a, an advanced copy we're ahead we're ahead of the game finally we although he did help us out with uh the beggar from swans we got that uh, yes. in advance as well yes we didn't put it out um the week of release yes um which we're doing now. If you're seeing this, the day is coming out. This uh, stone comes out and on Friday, yes. of the, uh, September, 5th, September 15th. And uh, we had I, a nice, t- nice little opportunity to, to chew on this one for a little bit. Yes. And um, obviously, I, I fuck it. I love it so much. Yeah. I, already jumping into it. I, d- I don't even care. I've had, I've had what? 40, 48. Huh? We, we've had it for. We've had it for. Yeah, maybe 48 hours, two two days. I've listened to it an absurd amount of times. Really? And I only got I only got three listens in it so far. I've gotten five in. Nice. Very nice. So at least we're not talking out of our asses this time. No, no. Um, and this is a band that I've I've loved for a very long time. Both both big Baroness fans, yes. Um if I, you go back to our uh, 2019 year end. That's our first ever year end episode. That uh, Golden Gray was your album of the year. Yes, it was. And I, I feel like I do this every every time Baroness puts out a new album. Where I, I don't want to say I take them for granted, but you know, I get adjusted to them. And then they put out a new album, and I'm like, they're the greatest band ever. They're so amazingly consistent, and they're they're about 20 years. They've been they've been around that long. Yes. Yes, they have. Yes, yes, they have. They were insanely consistent. They've never put out a bad album. They have put out albums that I'm not super jazzed about. I'm not big on yellow and yellow and green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to not be big on purple, but that one grew on me quite a bit. This is also very different. Yes, indeed. There's a lot to talk about with it. There's a, yeah. a lot actually. Where um yellow and green and then gold and gray gray kind of felt like these big art pieces yeah and not just because there's beautiful art on every amazing john busy's and a a fucking master artist it's not master it's not fair for one man to be this talented i I hate him because of it (laughs) secretly i hate him because because of my jealousy but this is there is like it's almost like the opposite of what bands who've been around for a while do where there's this rawness and fury yet maturity to it where it's like usually bands kind of mellow out or yeah and, and this is or get redundant a little bit yeah and this still has trademark things you sounds that you know and love 100%. from bareness but i i wasn't expecting yeah this album to sound like this at all there's a lot of huge differences at least for the more the more nerdy music listeners there's like huge differences uh i found the only thing i didn't like about this album the main thing i didn't like are the moments where they started to sound too much like themselves because mm. then i start 
I mean, I've heard it a lot. We've, we know Baroness, they have a style and that only happens like on one track and parts of maybe another couple mm-hmm. for the most part. They're they're venturing into to some new uncharted territory a little bit, and I am a, I'm also a fan. I did like the album quite a bit, and I plan to listen to this a lot more. Yeah, I I do like the um in in the story of how this was created, where you know I feel like a lot of albums are pandemic albums or like lockdown albums, and I feel like when a band says that you're dealing with the emotions of going through that or channeling yeah. that and this isn't that per se but i think about the first live concert i went to after lockdown and that release i felt those endorphins that energy yeah and this album very much has that feeling of like okay we've been like We've been deprived of our lives for this long, for too long, yeah. and and I, they do talk about John being kind of kind of angry and, and channeling that into. Mm-hmm. And the more I listen to it, the more I think Stone is a, a perfect name for it because you can use them to be aggressive and violent, but also you can build with Stone. You can build. Yeah. You can you can get a massage with stones. Hell yeah, you can, brother. Yeah. So I'm like it's it's really the the like perfect album title for for this band and and what they're going going through it's interesting too because stone is also the first non-colored themed album yes it's also another direction with that and i I liked i always liked that that little uh gimmick of of the colors and the the album covers reflecting the color and uh even when uh, I've only seen them live once, mm-hmm. but even when they play songs from which they, the colors of the stage reflect which album of the song they're playing. Yeah. So if it's a song from the first album, red, the, the lights on the stage will be red. I think that was very fucking cool. Yes. Um, but here it's if you look at the cover, first of all, we all if, if you know Baroness, you know, they have the greatest album covers in the history of music. And this album cover is basically no different. And it's the first one with multiple colors on it. Yes, uh, it's different. It's a different approach entirely. We were before we hit record, we were just gushing about all the album covers. And uh, this might be one of my lesser favorite album covers just because of the level of detail up close. It's a little bit simpler and smoother, uh, but you get more colors, you get more colors, you get more of a, an idea. It's also a little bit more morbid. Uh, there's there's a you, women are bounded by rope looks like some shibari stuff there maybe eels or snakes yeah chains vines for all all the albums they have like these female figures maybe with like androgynous faces here there's no faces they're all fucked up yeah it's a lot it's a lot more claustrophobic and sinister although with a less threatening art style which is interesting yes uh i was pointing that out to Mike is uh, when you look a little closer at those, the the women have these these things that people would may consider imperfect, imperfect, but yeah. you know they have bellies or they're they're more like muscular yeah. than what people covered in bird shit, yeah, yeah, like on purple, yeah. So, uh, man, like you can. And I do throw this shit up in in my home. Yeah, it's the, the truly some of the the best album covers ever made. I mean, he's fucking incredible. Um, for those also not familiar with the band, kind of have a history of revolving door with members. Yeah. Although the last instance was 
due to a, a horrible, horrible car accident. Oh, and I was yes. like, I I felt like sad and anxious when that happened because mm-hmm. of you know how attached I was already with them. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, but um, so the uh, you know, this is this lineup seems pretty stable for now and yeah. uh everyone in the band seems great i i hope there can be some stability i'd hope so uh one broad example of the stability yeah is we noted years ago on golden gray uh cuz uh guitarist Gina Gleason has been with them for a while and she was on that album as well uh guitarist Gina Gleason and we noted on that album it was mixed very very intelligently and calculated where her backup vocals were very ambiguous mm-hmm. drowned in reverb to the point where you couldn't tell it was a woman here you know it's her you could hear her voice you know it's a woman singing she gets some some moments to shine on this and i think it's this an excellent like new wrinkle that makes the band somehow more exciting and um just some fun tidbits about her I didn't realize how crazy her resume is. Did you look it up? No, I know she's a beast. I mean, absolutely like amazing. So she did like stints at Circus du Soleil. You mean Cirque du Soleil? So, yeah. So, Are you fucking serious? Like she does all that weird bendy shit. Are you serious? No, 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 no. Like oh, as play- oh, playing meals. Is she fucking a gymnast? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Ah. And then my favorite, my favorite is playing with santana jesus christ get out of here get the fuck out of here you know get out that, of my house right you know now. what that means and i wish i could bomb you but i won't for monetary reasons that means she's played smooth at least 50 times oh uh, yes dude fucking yes if not more <gasps> oh my god Are you and, and that's why she's the greatest yeah, I guess it's pretty smooth. She also has more things. Those are just the, the highlights. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, at least Baroness isn't playing smooth as far as I know. Um, They should, though. Uh, but yeah, she also talked about that, too, how on Golden Gray, she didn't feel at so much at home. It was this kind of like, OK, I, I was bought in to do this. Yeah. And then here it's like. Okay, we've been doing this for a while. You absolutely should have a, a bigger piece of the pie. Yeah, it's not like I need you to do these parts, but I might replace you, so I don't want people to be too comfortable, too attached to your voice here. Yeah, here it's like let's just make the album what it is, and you're part of it. So let's let's do that. Yeah, because I find it be way more authentic. Like I, because this was self produced by by the band, their first self produced album. I do prefer infinitely the production of Golden Gray. Okay, like infinitely, I love that production. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's still good production here, but I think it's a more uh, authentic choice to make the band feel like the band yes. and not try to drown anybody out or make them seem um, ambiguous or replaceable in any way. Yes, because also there is like that that uh, that rawness. Um, I believe they also describe the being untangled from self-imposed complications, and I get how that could happen when you're doing double disc we have this theme yeah we're here just a little more free yeah they they isolated themselves in a in a house in the woods or something like that where they recorded this and uh 
there's, there's some interesting backstory from like uh, John Bailey talked about. He says an important through line in Baroness is we don't like to repeat ourselves. It's all about the willingness to take risks. When I was younger, the whole point of music was to be different, not to do the same thing and not to listen to parents or play by the rules. Right on, brother. That's kind of goofy, but in practice, it works. It's really sort of terrifying to be at the sixth record in your career and think that you'll have to keep up with your history rather than continually invent. So we double down on continuously inventing to see where it takes us. I think this record is a good reflection of that. Stone is a lot more alive, more direct. Uh, it's certainly the most experimental album they've had. And I mean that as in, whenever I say experiment, I usually end up meaning they Try are experimenting. They are experimenting, not like they're making a, they're farting into a fucking tuba for an hour. Uh, because the last album was arguably way more psychedelic and way more uh, interlude driven. There's mm-hmm. a lot more like emphasis on how the thing, the songs transition to the next, a lot of like little tiny pieces here. And it's, it was a big giant art piece. In a way, it's kind of like the um, like classical music pieces yeah. where you have the, the parts. And here uh, they are doing things they've never done before. So you might as well start talking a little bit about some of the songs. So it opens up with an intro called Embers, which is a gorgeous uh, acoustic guitar and harmonized vocal piece. At, at first, I was a little upset when it ended. Oh, because it is like it's a minute long, literally. But I'm like, I guess that's appropriate. It's like an ember. Yeah, it lasts only but a moment. But and it's, be- it's it beautiful. Be- well, it's there. It is beautiful. But the way it's written is already fucking different because it reminds me of the goddamn Beach Boys. Mm. Uh, I don't just mean because like the harmonies vocals, they're not doing full on falsehood. It's a very chesty, deep voice harmonized uh, vocal harmonization or harmony. Uh, but the, the progressions are Beach Boysy. They're very Beach Boysy. And they got these really bendy and warped plucks and notes. Um, that kind of give it this little interesting character and it's it's not like over the top happy but it's not sad in any way it just these are just good progressions it, very beach boys progressions I, I, and i do mean like the, the smile sessions era of the beach boys yeah um the greatest era of the beach boys in my opinion <laughs> but leads right directly into last word which is one of the singles the he- probably the heaviest they've ever been i some of the at least parts of it and the parts of this album are the heaviest they've ever been. I feel like I've on the like double albums, I've kind of like been trained or the band has set the table for me to like get in this mindset of what I think is going to happen. And that didn't happen with that song. And I was just like, is the whole album going to be like this? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think it's one of the like greatest, heaviest songs they've, they've done in their whole career. Really? I, like I think it's a great opener. It's not one of my favorite openers of theirs. Re- I, yeah, I, I didn't stick with me the same way. I think about uh, how it was like when I heard Isaac, I instantly loved it. And I think Isaac is a little more like has a little more of a unique sound to which, it. Which album? That's on the red. Okay, album. that's what I thought. Okay, but this very much like had those like same feelings of like. Oh my God. Like what else do you got? Cause the thing that, that separated this one the most for me is one. I, I don't know. Cause they've been heavy for a long time. They've always been heavy, but it feels so much heavier. And I, it's gotta be the production. It's, it's also like there's an, an urgency and the BPMs are a little fast. And it, so it has this chunkiness to it. That's, that's really distinct to this album. Mm-hmm. And, um, but 
then when it goes into like the more emotional vocalized uh vocal driven aspects it's kind of what we what we expect from them like really big long harmonized vocal Mm -hmm. vocal notes um uh, i love them i think it's great but there's something i don't what i don't like about it is right is the the that it loses so much heaviness when the vocals come in Mm. it i mean it, it it goes from the most satisfying powerful an empowering sound to just Baroness on a dime. Yeah. And Baroness is great. I still like the song a lot. I think it's a great song, but it goes from like the most chunky to just like, all right, now we're back to normal. And I, I don't like that shift. It bothers me. Mm, I, every second of it, every I, second of it, I, I think everyone also gets to shine on that. It's like, and there's the, the like dirty Baroness guitar solo. It sounds like it was the, recorded in a bathroom. It's a very interesting uh, tone to that one. The, the drums are just amazing. I love um one of the things that drew me into Baroness was like this is a heavy band where it's it's kind of focused on the bass playing. Bass playing holds so much more so much together uh because uh the production here is way more clear than than on the previous album. On the previous album there were moments where all you could hold on to is the bass and drums because mm-hmm eventually it just gets so noisy uh but here it's really pointed dry production it's not there's no uh big giant psychedelic space there's no um driftiness or like floatiness in any of the guitar tones it's very pointed it's very metal sounding production yes uh which is fine i don't like it as much as the last album but it still sounds good and honestly, for the chunky heavy parts, which I, I actually I do wish there were more heavy parts on this whole album. It sounds better than fucking ever. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they they could have gone super heavy, but obviously I'm I'm happy with this. But there's so much more that they do. Yeah. So far, we've only talked about two tracks, and one of them is is kind of like what we know come to expect from Baroness mm-hmm. heavy, but with the big harmonized uh, emotional vocals, then you get beneath the rose, which I fuck dude. I think that's a great example of what you you're talking about when you're saying experimenting where, you know, the, the talky singing spoken thing. word vocals, they fucking rule now. Yeah. Like she's never done that before. Yeah. Where it's like, sure. You can list a hundred bands that do it, yeah. but it's new for Baroness and it works. And so beneath the uh, beneath the rose, that intro, I mean, it that intro fucking rips. It's this really dissonant, ugly guitar chords with these uh, sporadic and, and kind of spastic drum fills like just coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it comes in and it's man, it's so fucking gallopy, really gallopy. And then again, the spoken word vocals, uh, it almost sounds like fucking helmet. Um, I really I, love John's vocal approach there. It's it's so different than anything he's done. It's again, it's nothing revolutionary. We've heard spoken word vocals against really heavy music, but it, it feels great here. I'm going to try to stop referring to heavy spoken word stuff as idols, but I also think it's just like, that's like the impact idols has had. Oh, the band idols. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just default like Joe from idols is this, that that is his style uh i think of him more as like a punk singer i don't think of him as spoken word so much i because he has like he does he does do notes he does a lot of notes he does a lot of actual singing he does but like um i think on this baroness he says something about like breaking through walls or ceilings i was like that's very joe oh the the inflections Uh and 
and that um also the chorus of beneath the rose it's big and emotional but with these uh acoustic guitar strikes it's so fucking nice it's a great juxtaposition of, of like the brutal brutality of the rest of it i was yeah i was gonna bring that up next is like i you know that's why they're great because i wouldn't hear that song and be like you know it would really if we just do these acoustic guitar things and it's just such a nice touch great texture uh and then so the pacing of this album is fucking immaculate wonderful and they've always always had great pacing uh great little uh not just transition tracks there's no transition tracks on this one maybe one there's like one short transition Mm -hmm. song but for the most part it's the way they bleed in i mean the way beneath uh way beneath the rose into choir into choir it's fucking perfect i mean you don't know you have no idea when one ends and the other uh the other one begins because choir begins driving heavy pounding fast I mean, it's it's perfect it's a perfect transition like those trampling um you know guitar rhythms yeah uh and then this one yet another completely different vocal approach this one i find kind of silly and hokey this song is by far the most experimental song choir yeah there's like this subtle like it's almost nerve-wracking the subtle like synth part well i'm thinking more of the, the oh, vocals okay. like it's just it's more spoken word but it's like full of overdubs and vocal and and uh vocal effects really it's like, a, like an evil villain kind and of more sound. more spacey sound. spacey really boomy really uh yeah it's, it's a little it's a little silly but it, uh, it works for the kind of song it is it's it's a very interesting it's not very riffy. It's not a riff. It's, it's not a. It's not a Baroness song. <laughs> it's. It is when it starts, but the the lyrics and the way they're presented, it's almost like this ghost story, and it it this it works for me. It's one of the most, if not their most experimental song. Um, around three minutes ago, is through this total psychedelic break, um, where the the vocals get really whispered, and they get pitch shifted downward like you know mm-hmm. like an evil demonic voice again brand new ground for them uh it's very kind of an ambient section but uh it's really fucked up and mean and driving and and it's one of the most abrasive songs that they have and you think about some of their i mean all their past albums they're not really an abrasive band they're a heavy band they usually have a lot of melody this is I, they're they're trying something different. They're being fucking gross now, and I like it. Yeah, when I would uh, try to get normal people to listen to them, I was like, "Do you like Muse? Do you like heavy metal?" Because it's heavy metal Muse. Yeah, I I mean, they, I just think they're a totally different beast. But I think those like I bought up like the trampling riffs. And, yeah, and big epic things i think they have a lot in common in that sense but sure that's, do. that's where it is actually well, funny because uh, a couple of years ago my my cousin from liverpool liverpool <laughs> uh hello daniel my cousin uh he was visiting and all, i was for someone just on a baroness kick yeah and he was like you have to listen to muse if you like this this sound this reminds, this reminds me so much of muse I'm like <laughs> interesting you go back you, mike goes backwards i go backwards oh, yeah, with everything yeah. but also, also well, we're, shout out to connie who i assume listened to this band already but she this recently started listening to them and she's like blown away they're great yeah they're fucking great so the choir is this fucking crazy song they've never done anything like it. it's what brutal it's baroness being brutal and that one again bleeds fucking perfectly into the dirge which 
so this is like the the transition song, mm-hmm. which makes me sad that it's only a minute long because it is so goddamn. It is a complete and gorgeous uh, ballad, acoustic ballad. It's uh, yeah, it's like a somber kind of folk ballad. Yeah, and I just I it's it's kind of rare, but I just want to hear a like full acoustic. Maybe not a full album, but they're so if it's like this. They're so fucking good and jumping ahead. I, I wanted to go in order, but like jumping ahead to like the close. Oh, the closer is fucking unreal, dude. It's absolutely unreal. I'm One just of my favorite songs that there's a vault ever. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys are so fucking good at this. And the I should double check. It's called which which bloom bloom. Yeah, the closer bloom. Yeah. Um, And that's where like I think that's like gina's yeah you she's a big part of that one and i i exactly what you said i get like oh you know our members are consistent it's basically john's yeah it's john's John's band um but i'm just like you know i think she adds a nice it's it's a great texture because so bloom it's it's almost country western it's country western with with baronessism it's a baronessism on on it so they there's like a really nice twang to it and her voice adds more of that it feels more country western oddly because of that john is from savannah georgia what is it with savannah georgia and the great bands dude i was on like a savannah georgia kick i where i was just like i don't i don't care if like if you say you play heavy music and you're from there, like Mastodon, Caius, Baroness, there may be one or two more I'm spacing on. But uh, speaking of Caius, sorry, check not Caius, Kylisa. Kylisa, yeah, I was like Caius, isn't that like K Y K Y band? But since you mentioned Caius, this was mixed by uh, Joe Baresi, who mixed Caius and Tool. Check also, out that episode, by the way. Also, if I read the the notes correctly, that guy's in Pasadena. Oh, yeah, not bad. It's a stone's throw. Yeah. It's a stone's throw. At, oh, sorry. Pasadena's uh, like this place where it's like popular, but not. It's it's where a lot of rich people live. It's my favorite part of L.A., but it's also really, really hot. <laughs> it's like the, the second hottest part of L.A. People come for, for New Year's. We got the Rose Bowl, the Rose Parade. And oh, then, right. And then they kind of leave and then it's all this like down like you find out random things like the van halens are from yep van, van, check out that episode as well uh it, and this album was also mastered by bob ludwig who did led zeppelin check out that episode nirvana check out that episode uh he's been around a while but for for bloom i mean goddamn to go back to that song again it's unlike anything else they've done it's semi-country western folksy but in a way that the textures on that song as well as the as the dirge mm-hmm. there i don't think i would get fatigued on a full ass uh, baroness album of songs like that because the textures they use are so varied it's not just a, a couple acoustic guitars and then voices it's way more uh i, I don't want to say tasteful because you can be tasteful with well, being that <laughs> minimal but it's there's more to chew on it's more uh uh, it's more dynamic, I guess. You know what? Scratch the acoustic album. I just want a country album. I would love that. I'd love that as well. Or both. Or why the fuck not? Do everything, Baroness. Yeah. Blo- I obviously encourage it. <laughs> Bloom is definitely, yeah, one of, an, all, an all-time favorite of theirs, and it's a great closer. Fades out too quick, though. 
Pizza oh, too quick. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, going back a little bit earlier, uh, uh, Anodyne that, is fucking amazing. That is the like stoner metal sludge song it's on the album. So fucking so chuggy. So fucking chuggy. It's fucking groovy. It's like. It's nice after the flurry of faster, angrier things mm-hmm. where it's like, we're this gonna we're this gonna groove into this one. It's man, it's the perfect example of uh the evolution into super duper heavy baroness. Yeah. Like that song is the only song out of the whole album where it's like they're going hard. They're because all the other songs they they take little dips and they go back to like the big emotional, uh, long drawn out legato vocals, or uh, some kind of break where it gets really minimal and quiet and pretty. That one is just like we're going fucking hard. I honestly would have loved more of that on this album. Yeah, I as a long time listener, I feel like I I have had that from Baroness. Yeah, and the the first two albums had a lot of that. Yeah, yeah but my it, favorite albums of theirs, honestly. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah. It is you can you can return to some things. There's a way to do this without repeating yourself, and it's that fucking song. The, exactly. Uh, one general thing about this album too that that continues from the the previous one that I'm very happy about is John moving away from predictable vocal lines. Mm. That's the thing that I always starting from a little bit on blue. Even though blue is like my favorite Baroness album. Uh, it start. It kind of started there, where I would really see these vocal lines coming way in advance. They're big and emotional. I know exactly where they're going, and the songs are still great. The songs still work, but I it, it always irked me. Like I know exactly where these are going. I, it's very kind of, um, kind of kind of hacky in a way, which sounds like insulting. I'm not trying to be insulting, but starting from Golden Gray, they started moving away from that word. They started getting a lot more interesting, a lot less predictable. And on this album, they are continuing that. They're way more interesting here. The vocal lines, I'm, I'm liking them more and more as they go on. Uh, the only song that I would say as a whole doesn't work for me is the other one of the other singles, Shine, mm. which has a very nice somber acoustic intro. But it's the only song that really feels just like standard Baroness. I think it does some different things. One thing I thought was funny on the credits everyone's credited as playing a glockenspiel and i think it's that song jesus christ um everyone everyone every single member uh, why not it's all spread the love i wonder if it was just like three of them doing it and they're like want to get in on this you you want want some of this glock you want some of this glock (laughs) Uh, around um um, this honestly that song weirdly in a weird i can't even explain how but it kind of reminds me of metallica in certain parts like especially around this the breakdown in like three and a half minutes i was gonna say you know what it is it's the um this this album is just it's fast and angry that um maybe in previous albums the toms on the drums have more time more time to ring and this is the one song where the toms are yeah are, it, are big and full so i was, I, I, I was thinking of black metal era metallica too oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i totally get why you thought yeah. that and that's the first uh, at least on first listen where i i took note of gina's backup vocals where it's like damn you really hear her she sounds more unhinged than john does on that song that's pretty good yeah, that is pretty good because uh, John's face looks like an unhinged person. Sure. Man, we talk a lot about homeless 
men being singers. He looks like a homeless man for sure. More than all of them. I I love him. So. I love him so much too. I love him. So I'm sorry if I'm so mean. I do love the man so much. I'm I, uh, I'm this, in awe of his talent. This is how Mike loves things. It's uh, I gotta make I, fun of the stuff I love. I have to. He's just like a mice and men. He's gonna smother it until it's dead. Because I love it. Yes. Uh, um, I I kind of feel like Magnolia caught me off guard in the like best way possible. Yeah. I mean that intro atmospheric and beautiful. Atmospheric and gorgeous. It is holy shit, man. That I fucking love that in- like those it, those acoustic guitar monies. Mm, whoo. Mama. A lot of these I'm just like what if what if Thin Lizzy did more cocaine? And I'm not saying the people in Baroness do cocaine. Not anymore. They've written so many songs about doing drugs and, and missing drugs. They've written so many songs about that. Baroness or? <laughs> Baroness. Oh, shit. I'm out of the loop. But but these, yeah, it's just like that. those like thin lizzy, but it's dirty or it's meaner mm-hmm. or it's kind of faster and off. It's this great fucking song. Uh, one of, definitely one of my favorites uh, on, the, that, on the album. That is the most uh, like emotionally like heartbreaking one for me yeah yeah for sure there there is a a way and even the opening i'm like oh this must be like the smooth side of the stone i was talking about earlier oh the volcanic stone if you will the ones you can skip across oh yeah uh under the wheel man again more of that really chunky palm muting stuff that i that i fucking love um which combined or, or blended with these acoustic um and then like subdued clean clean vocal harmonies um takes about three minutes to build up to like the the big chunky distortion and yelling mm-hmm. um and then they have this really cool section with these murdery textures i think they're guitars yes i like i like the murdery textures because i didn't want to compare it to pink floyd but then john said something about oh, pink like he referenced animals uh-huh. maybe not on this but i was like he, he won't mind then um but yeah it's like this almost like pink floyd quality but then yes the murder guitars just make it its own thing it's fucking fantastic uh i, I especially at the, i forget if it's in six but i love that fucking mid-paced driving feel to it um also also there's like an isis section and really or well i th- i think check out that episode by the way yes i and that's like not a knock either because I think a lot of great bands channel ISIS. But yeah, I mean, they were hugely influential. They're fucking amazing. Um, and it's also like a nice uh, ending, like the, the way Under the Wheel and then Bloom close it out. It's the, 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 the dichotomy between the two is very nice. Very nice. Also, I would do this thing and I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because a lot of albums towards the end. I'm like, is this going to run out of steam? And it has nothing to do with any band. It's just like by the very nature of a lot of albums. But I was like, this is this is perfect. Damn, man. Every every song works for me. I love every song. I I never got tired. I listened to it once and I listened to it right after and So, this is the thing. I I do love the album. I think I still love Golden Gray more. Yeah. Uh and that's the only that's the problem I have. It's a it's a me problem is that 
I'm only not super fucking excited because of how much I got, like, because I'm comparing it to them. Oh, so yeah. I mean, comparing this to most albums of this of this year, it's like this is easily like probably in the top five favorite albums that I've heard from this year already. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking good, but it they don't the songs individually don't stick with me as long as some of their other songs. Even even off of Golden Grace, like some of those songs, still st I still fucking think about them all the time. I will say. There are in in Baroness's discography. There are catchier, more hookier things, or maybe it was just like a crazy, crazier guitar line. But I I don't know. There is this like there is something about this album where I'm like I d I don't want to leave. That is a good point because I, I sound like I was like being critical. There's something. Uh, about the overall feel of this album that that makes me want to go back to it way more than even Golden Gray. Yeah. Because that one on first two listens, for example, will, I like it more. First two listens of this one, I like it less. But I want to go back to this one more. Uh, as a whole, it does... It, it has more of a personality than... Uh, Golden Gray has, has a strong personality compared mm -hmm. to the rest of them. But you look at green and yellow and then purple and then even blue, which I love, you can kind of like see less... Uh, differences between all those three albums you see this one and you see a different fucking album yes uh, and I'm thinking about it more and I want to hear it more uh, and the things that it does differently I like more for example just the heaviness alone yeah it, it beats you up more than every other even including red which is their craziest heaviest album yeah and also I think I think some bands when they say they're going back to being heavy it's like that's cute it's a neutered version of their heavy it's yeah a, and this is like a whole this oh. is heavier it is like it feels and sounds heavier than red it's not as uh relentless or or uh like it's not um as punishing as that one is the whole way that one is like a heavy record the whole way through mm -hmm. so it has more dynamics and more beauty on it but when it gets louder it certainly is heavier so yeah i i i really i don't understand why Baroness is not like up there with like Mastodon and Lamb of God in terms yeah. of it's crazy because these these bands have been around for 20 years now so they're veterans mm -hmm. but also I guess in terms of like newer crops of heavy metal I'm just like they they should be spoken with in the the same breath as same reverence absolutely uh i would say more so than i mean i'm not a big lama god guy so that's mm -hmm. probably why they're, they're a cool band but i would put baroness above them every day um i think lama god had a a moment like a lightning in a bottle moment that they were able to like capture and, good, and good carry time with place. them good time yeah. place band uh and then mastodon as much as we both love mastodon baroness has been more consistent in the long run they it pains <laughs> you're literally are you wearing a mastodon shirt no you're not <laughs> i i have a mastodon tattoo okay. <laughs> that, that says a lot more than a and shirt. i can i can say baroness is more consistent they, they don't yeah i mean i don't love every album but i like i think they're yeah i like more albums of baroness than mastodon even though mastodon and, is one of the greatest metal bands to ever exist and ever yeah, in the world. but yeah it's just so crazy because like i never thought like Mastodon would play 
the forum in Los Angeles, but they fucking did. I don't Good. know how many tickets they sold, but hopefully a lot. Hopefully, hopefully a lot. lot. And, yeah. uh, they are one of the greats. Or even Gorgira, who you, I fucking yeah, yeah, I'm a new fan of Gorgira. Yeah, so um, it's it's insane to me that Baroness is not on that same. They're they're popular and they have a lot yeah. of fans, but like I'm like minimum they should be at that that yeah level. you were talking about before recording that they just started headlining or like well, not just started headlining but they just started like every time you've seen them they've always been uh like not a feature whatever the fuck, yeah opener. i've always seen them as an opener and part of that's on on me i should have like sought them out but i'm correcting that next month yeah i've only seen them once and they're opening for deaf heaven and yeah, good. I want them to do well. I mean, at least, at least just for the cover art, for fuck's our, sake. I mean, holy shit. Our last single episode, we were talking about Oxvo and how, like, criminally. I mean, they're more criminally underrated. Oxbow is in, in way more underrated. Yeah, underappreciated. But yeah, kind of the same, same deal here where I'm like, I don't. And this isn't shocking. I don't understand people. I don't know what the fuck people want. You that is it. That is what it is. That's yeah. what if if you go to any kind of uh if you just use like the just use the we're on YouTube. Let's use the algorithm as an example. Uh, all it is is just you know pushing forward things people already want to see. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what people want to see. That's why playing the algorithm is so difficult because you have no idea what people want. You think you did something good, and then it turns out no one likes it. Even. Even in this podcast where it's like, I don't know if we should have done that band. And then like all these weird, wonderful people find us yep. are like, this episode is going to do gangbuster. Oh, no. All right. Oh, guess not. Guess not. Uh, uh, and that's why, you know, maybe maybe we'd have more to show for it. But also mentally, it's exhausting. So we do what you guys we think you'll like what we like yeah if we don't if we don't want to do it there's no reason to do it so try to meet in the middle somewhere. there is there is some compromise we do yeah some comp- compromises but ultimately i i don't know what the fuck people want yeah I mean, yeah honestly I have no figure it couldn't be far couldn't be further from the pulse <laughs> i have yeah i have no i have no fucking idea uh maybe if we gave some sort of tutorial and put text on screen I don't know. I'm just being bitter against the TikTok generation. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, but this album fucking rules, and you should all check, pick it up when it's out uh, oh. on Friday. Or if I'm sure if you're watching this later, then it's already out, and go listen to it now. If Yeah, what are you still doing here? You should have listened to the album well before. It, and just all their albums. I mean, they're a fucking great band, and they're, they're really the... They're possibly like the most accessible metal band. They're not even, it's any fair calling them metal. That's always why I would like try to get normal people to listen to it because I was like, I, and obviously I'm wrong. I'm like, I think there is stuff here that more, more casual people or even like, like someone who listens to Metallica, like, yeah, I might like this. Why? What's not to fucking like? What am I missing here? What? I, and we're talking about them like the, no one likes them. They have they they are popular. They, they are, are very popu- popular. Yes, but I just I think it's this thing where like I think the world of them and I just want the best for them. Yeah, I'm a concerned mama bear right now. Yeah, that's where that's coming from. Yeah, but it's a great fucking album. These guys 
basically rarely disappoint, and this is no different. Uh, and this is this is their experimental album, and it's a fucking, it's a a wonderful experimentation. It is not. Uh, it's like still feels like they want to make good. They're not just experimenting because they're bored. They're experimenting mm-hmm. because they want to make something different and and new that they haven't done before. And that's just the that's the fucking way you got to do it. That's yeah, the way to do it. Yeah, the quote you read. You just, I think Basley is just a master of conveying his emotions exactly how they should come across in music and in and visual art i mean god damn also we did i feel like i didn't say their names but like we should oh the, the other members yeah yeah sebastian pl- oh bass player is um is nick josh nick, nick just yeah who's like fucking killed it on the definitely it may the bass on this album may not be the first thing that catches your attention, but when you hear it, the man is a madman. And also, he directed the the video for Last Word. There you, uh, which that's, I haven't seen it yet because I don't ever watch videos. Um, but that's also wild too. Um, he says his first video and he says it, it was really nerve wracking to direct and create my first music video, but having a lifetime of nightmares and a love for strange animation turned out to be very useful. Nice. I definitely want to check it out then i bet he liked that movie mad god damn that is one amazing first half of a movie if if you like weird disturbing animation and a very loose plot with no dialogue check that fucking film check out out the first half of that film it's that first half is so good i mean oh boy that first half (laughs) I have mixed feelings about that movie, but it's definitely it, it's like, yeah, fucking watch it. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, I don't care how I feel. It's an experience to be had. Much, much like these albums. Much are. like these albums. Yeah. So check it the fuck out. Rad, then, rad. Also, I, Sebastian Thompson, the drummer, he's fucking amazing as always. He's incredible. I was reading a little bit about him. Yeah, he he's like drums to like acid house and these like mm-hmm. crazy genres that I wouldn't think. I mean, he's really fucking groovy. He does. He's done some of my favorite beats ever. He he is a human metronome. Just and you have to be like Baroness is from like day one. Like you have to be in the fucking pocket at all times as a drummer. It is a pocket band. Uh, the way, how groovy they get. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's not a one one room for for arrows. Tighter, tighter than the motherfucker. Uh, fantastic album. I'm excited. Alex is excited. And you should all give them your time and attention. Hell yes. Uh, but I guess that about wraps it up. We, we gushed for a good while on Ooh, this album. I'm gushed out. <laughs> We're all gushed out, baby. Uh, That's not true. I could probably find some more. Nice probably. Thing. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. Uh, thank you so much again to our boy Tom Osmond and Monica at Speakeasy PR for supplying us with this fucking album early. Truly blessed. To blessed. Mm, 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 mm. So grateful. Uh, if the hurricane gets me, blessed still. Exactly. It shows when this was recorded. Yeah. I'm sure we'll you'll know. If we'll be we'll be fine. We'll, we'll be. be fine. Hurricane is long in the past by this point. Uh, LA hurricane, by the way, and. Uh, yeah, so please follow our guy Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond Sounds and all, all social media as well as TomOsmondSounds.com uh, where he makes music. He's also a very good musician as well as being our fucking go-to man talking to people and getting things for us and getting interviews and doing all this stuff. And he's a good writer and he's also, he's a busy guy. He's a busy music man. Um, you can follow me on all social media at PanderMonkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Oh, yes. Uh, I would say 
there's a link to the album in the description, but there is not because it's not out yet. Uh, so find the, just fucking search it. You'll find it. It's easy. It's a very easy band to find. Also, they're fucking, uh, iTunes page or Apple music page is just gorgeous. No one has a better looking page than this band because every album cover is a masterpiece. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's crazy looking at all. I might, when I, when my copy of stone arrives in the mail, I might just set them all out on the floor. Beautiful. Look at them like that. Yeah. Just look at this. Oh, I bought these for music, but I'm just going to stare at this. These the best album covers just fucking ever. Ah, goddamn. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to help and support us and be extra, extra cool, join the Patreon, baby. That's where it happens. Patreon.com slash every album ever. There we got our bonus episodes. But, blech, there we got our bonus episodes. You get to see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord and be a part of our community. And it's also where you can suggest our e-singles episodes like this one. This one wasn't suggested because we were already excited about this album coming out. You don't need to tell me to be excited about this. Exactly. But we pick all the suggestions out from there usually. Uh, and if you want to suggest a full discography for our bigger, longer numbered episodes, tier two, baby, that's where you do it. So please go there and do that. Thank you. Check out my DABVP link to that in the description. Cool, cool, cool. And I think that about does it. So, uh, you will really, I, we're going to wrap it up with one of the singles. Yes. And uh, I suppose and you are very passionate. And it's a, it is not a bad entry point for the band in general. No, it's not. So last word. Last word. And that's our last word. So thanks so much for listening and watching. See ya.